2: Oh, Ralph Walter, uh Emerson, would it have been it might have been. I mean it's I think it n- might have been it's actually in the book somewhere. It is in the book. I'm pretty sure it, yeah, I think I think it's in the book somewhere. I'm pretty sure it well, is. There you go. So that's good. Okay. Let me see here.
0: Okay, we are technically live. We are behind the scenes, so it's just uh just the live stream and things like that. Nobody can see us just yet. Hold on, let me see transition there.
2: Hold are you a deer hunter, by the way?
0: Um it's I haven't season. hunted deer. No, okay. I, I do. Uh, I do have a bow, and uh, I plan to. Cool, but um, I don't have a license, in, in North interest. Carolina, you have to have one. And
2: <laughs> here, here too, here too. Oh, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> well, I brought a friend with me that I asked for that for a reason. So, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, my sixth point that I got, but I. Really? Yeah, I was gonna. Mm-mm.
0: Let's see. Hold on. So while we're going through I'm I'm just just so you know I'm kind of piecing piecemealing together the the video feeds. Um so during the commercial breaks just so you know one of the things that yep. I do is um I run through and if you have to if you have to step out and do your business or anything that's not a problem. Normally what I'm Jay. doing is conversing with the uh conversing with the uh the audience at that time, so. Right. Okay. Either way. It's all good. Let's see here. Eric is with us. Nice to see ya. Cool. Oh, good. Everything's up and running. We're doing just fine. Doing just fine.
2: Sweet. Already up on Facebook?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. We are indeed up on Facebook on both the uh, Defenders page and Mojo. Good deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you met any of the Mojo guys yet?
2: uh not personally no uh i called in yesterday maybe i'll we'll wait and talk about that in a minute but uh, nice nice yeah let's do that, <clears throat> Glad that keep it, the chance. keep it, it spontaneous
0: <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not that, that we're planning anything at all you know no 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay let me see good good good
2: good good i didn't hit the slurp button i'll do that next time
0: that's okay you don't need to it's just fine <laughs> Here. All right. So 15 seconds till we get silence here. All right. Erica said, Good evening. Very nice. Good evening. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to know, Matt. It's good to know. All right. Um, I'm going to do some radio silence and we'll hit it back right when the show starts. Everybody, you're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live. You can find us pretty much anywhere they have a social media outlet: uh, Facebook, uh, Twitters, YouTube's, uh, the Miwi, all the MeWees. Um, You can find the chat rooms there as well. Follow us at DOE Show. So that's uh, pretty much anywhere that you find the social media is at D-O-A-E Show. Uh, you can also find us live playing right now on Mojo Five O Radio. And if you do that, you can also check out the video feed that they have going on on their Facebook page, Mojo Five Zero Radio. That's what, that's where you find us there. Uh, along with that, you can go to our website, Show dot com. That's show dot com. Become a defender with us. When you do that, uh, you can go for free. That's becoming a shield bearer. Uh, that just sends us an e- uh, gives us your email so we can contact you in case of. Uh, major emergencies no no not in case of emergencies uh if we have new updates and things like that you'll be kept in line if you do become a full defender with us that's five dollars a month fifty dollars a year and when you do sign up for annually you get a nice nifty free t-shirt either the one that i have right here or hashtag i see what you did there which is the, the official hashtag on twitter for this show Tonight, I have with me Mac Taylor. Mac Taylor is the author of The Assault on Freedom in America. Mac, how are you doing today?
2: Good, good. How about you, Stephen? Sober. <laughs> nice. It's not what you said earlier, but okay. <laughs> Shh.
0: Don't go there. No, i right. All, All right. right. Anyway. Um, that was a joke. Yes. For anybody that's watching.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> Mac, you have a wonderful book, The Assault on Freedom in America. Uh, it is a f- it is forwarded by Jonathan Dunn, which is a great friend of mine. Love that man. Um, great
2: guy. Awesome guy.
0: Awesome guy. Great guy. And uh, you say right here, with a prophetic warning
2: from our first president, George Washington. Right.
0: What's that all about?
2: Well, George Washington warned us that... Cunning, unprincipled, and uh, uh, ambitious men will seek to subvert the, the power of the Constitution by nefarious means. No. And uh, yes, yes, it's a kind of funny thing about human nature, you know. Our founders had um, were blessed with the full experience of um, uh, experiencing human nature with uh, King George and his army, and uh, and so they understood quite well what power can do to a man and what absolute power can do to a man. Mm -hmm. And so they were warning us. It's as if it's as if George Washington was reaching in to our times today to us. This is how I envision it to myself. He he loved the patriots. He loved America. He loved this country that much. It's one of those guys, people in history you wish you could go back and meet, you know, or or maybe come here and he'd meet us and straighten us out. But Mm -hmm. so, you know, he, he was warning posterity. That, uh, uh, these people will come. And so, um, and he said, actually, he said something to the effect that, that, that in a, in a Republic, which we are I like to remind people that we're not a dem- democracy, we're a Republic <laughs> and, uh, well, people can,
0: yes, we are. you know, that that, that's being true. pushed
2: heavily by the, by the, uh, other party. But anyway, he, you mean when they he, say
0: in our democracy?
2: Yes. And they're doing it more and more frequently. Have you noticed? Oh yeah. You know, it seems to me anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm just getting older and that's how, what I'm hearing, but, um, <laughs> but anyway, so he, he, uh, he just warned us, uh, because they were, they were versed in, uh, in human nature and what, and what power can do to, to, to individuals in absolute power. And that's why they structured the government the way they did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was just warning us that nevertheless, we'll get our cycle of these same kinds of people and we're getting it right now. It's been, it's, and it's not just right now. It's been going on since the progressive era, say around, oh, 1910 or so. Uh, oh, yeah. So this, this has been going on a very, very long time. And I don't, I'm not sure that the, I don't want to insult the American public because I think the American public are really, really bright people. And, uh, but, uh, our education system has failed us all. And, uh, and we failed it by not participating and letting it, you know, letting it kind of run itself or let the bureaucrats run the education system. And so we need to take control of that back. But, but anyway, um, so he just warned us of of the times, the very times that we're living. So I um, find it very interesting, and that's in the book. There's that quote, and there's other there's other uh, warnings from him, and it comes from uh, the his farewell address, um, mm-hmm. uh, which people should read along with the other founding documents.
0: Oh, kind so. of like the kind of like that same warning in that same address where he was talking about the two party system and how it how it will you know basically
2: destroy us in the end. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And it's interesting too. He said that he said the two party systems. He said party faction will lead to uh, agitating the community. And it just reminded me of, of a, of a community agitator. That we used to have, but uh, well, he's still around. <laughs> but uh, he, yes, well, <clears throat> so, uh, but the, the the choice of words that Washington used was interesting. He said it agitates the community. This is a quote: agitates the community with with ill founded jealousies. That's a that that's a partial quote from a longer quote. Hmm. And so, very interesting, very apropos to our times. So
0: wow. And so you you literally start this book with uh, other than the forward obviously because that's jonathan's part but you start this yes. book with an explanation of terms i did now i kind of get why you did that but i, I want to hear it from the horse's mouth why did you start with an explanation of terms in a book that
2: should be pretty straightforward but they're not and i and i hear i have lots of all kinds of friends in my life uh conservative friends i have liberal friends i have straight friends and i have gay friends and i and 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 a lot of my more liberal friends shall we say non-church going maybe non-believing i don't really know we don't always have these discussions they 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 uh, they think well i have a liberal life, lifestyle therefore I must vote liberally. I have to vote for Hillary or, or I have to vote for, for that. And so they're voting for the very people that will put them in bondage. And I said, well, do you believe in A? And they said, well, no, of course not. You know, I, I, I want the government to leave me alone. I said, well, what about B? Well, of course not. I want the government to leave me alone. I said, you're not a liberal. You're a conservative. You're a classic liberal. <laughs> so I wanted to explain to people how you live your life. Your lifestyle is not what is not how you should view your government. Mm. It's a a conservative government doesn't mean it's a moralizing government. It's going to make everybody go to church tomorrow. You know, that's not a conservative government. A lot of my friends think if it's conservative, we're going to moralize and we're going to preach at them. And it's not that it's talking about a limited conservative, limited government, just conserving the the principles of freedom is what it is, and so I wanted. I felt like that discussion needed to come right up front, and and people have really liked that, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. you're you might be the only one that didn't like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, no, no, geez. no, that's not. The, I, I didn't. It's
0: not that I didn't like it. Oh, it's it's that I wanted to make sure, um, of why you did it because I, yeah. I get it. I get it full, wholeheartedly. Nobody understands. Terminology anymore we 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 so mix up words, especially my generation and the generation after mine. we right. mixed up so many words we've we've confounded the information in such yes. a way that it's that it's just it's astronomically different than what it was when it right. was originally conceived um, something that you point out that mm. is a, you know just just going through the chapters, feeling versus. Thinking, yes. and this is this is part of your social justice warriors. This is parts of your your oh, uh, uh, what are their your PC culture? You know, politically correct, which is technically not correct. It's it's socialist and it's communist and it it, it kills Absolutely. people. Um, yes. How this affects how we think and how we work on a daily life? Go over that with me.
2: The feeling versus thinking. I came about. Um, well, watch watching the media for most of my life. You, a journalist, invariably asks somebody, uh, "How do you feel about this?" or "How do you feel about that?" If you watch the, the Kavanaugh hearings, there were a lot of questions based on feelings to an to elicit an emotional response. Mm-hmm. And so, there have been times when when maybe there's an intellectual uh, discussion going on. Um, and, and the journalists are, you know, maybe about abortion or something and asking the journalists would always ask, how do you feel? Or maybe somebody just got murdered and they'd ask the, the brother of the victim, Well, how do you feel? Well, I mean, how the heck do you think they feel that, you know, how about what do you think? You know, why is it not what you think? And and mm-hmm. I have to say, too, the question, the, the person answering the question also has a responsibility to use the proper faculty. So so reason and, and, and emotion are two perfectly valid human faculties, but they both have. Have, um different, different uh, uses. And so my daughter woke up one morning, she was in the eighth grade and she said, daddy, you know, I don't feel like going to school today. And so we went through this whole list. I said, well, are you, are you sick? And she said, well, no, I said, a fever. No, you feel bad in some other way. No, you know, we went through this whole routine and I said, well, what do you think we should do about it? She thought about it for a minute and said she actually thought about it. She said, well, I think I ought to go. So we discussed how you could just not feel like going. I said, you know, I don't really feel like going to work, so I'm with you. I'm on the same page, but I think I better. And so – so emotions, you know, attorneys can use emotion in a courtroom to mm. lead a witness to a, to a preferred conclusion. Journalists can also use uh, emotion to lead people. Demagogue politicians can also use emotion to lead and persuade people. And so it's emotion is not the proper tool. If we're discussing uh, the, our government, for example, you know, we, we need to be thinking and, and not emoting and political correctness is based on emotion. Yeah, but what much of the left is based on the emotion but you know? what
0: you're talking about is uh, using foundational truth to think through your life and your processes and there's so many so many people today that have never even thought of foundational truths other than how to contradict them mm-hmm. um, That that wouldn't really come across to them and they wouldn't really be able to understand where you're coming at with that with that Hold on just a minute. We'll kind of get back to that question here right after this commercial break. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Okay. And with that, we have three minutes. <laughs>
2: You know I was joking, right? When I said you're the only one that didn't like that. So.
0: Oh yes, no, 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 I do. I, uh, okay. definitely,
2: definitely. Uh, I just, any I any, any
0: personal jabs at me are welcome.
2: <laughs> you know, no, I didn't, and you did not insinuate you didn't like that. And I'm glad you brought that up because I, I want, and people are still listening, right? We're still. Oh yeah, we're, we're still. Like face.
0: anybody awesome. who's watching right now is is going to uh, anybody who's watching cool. or anybody who listens to the podcast later
2: will hear this. Okay, so. Um, I, I'm glad you you brought up that that about the definitions uh, and you know I've gotten good good feedback, but it just from talking to my friends. I mean, I've talked to people that that are that are liberal, and uh, they just think that that they can't vote for a Republican, for example, or they can't vote for the conservative or the constitutional libertarian candidate, because right. uh, you know. And I try to explain to them that's exactly the person, the libertarian is really more the person you want to be voting for, not these totalitarians that'll use you like Vladimir. You know, I mean, like uh, Lennon said that, you know, as a useful idiot. So I uh, uh, didn't tell him that in quite those harsh terms. But uh, <laughs> but but no, I have friends that are I have friends on the left and the right and I love them all. And I'm just seeing this confusion and I wanted to speak to it. And that's mm-hmm. why I put it on there. So um,
0: that's good. And that's that's probably the best way to start. It's always starting from a starting from a, a book from a position where you're like, I don't know where you guys are at, but here's some standards that that we're going by in this book. So you mm-hmm. can understand me. You can understand what's going on. Uh, Matt, uh, the, the book is at his website, which is right under in our information link. It's macktaylor.org. Um, yes. It is on Amazon. Um, if you just look up, look up the title of the book, it's there as well, The Assault on Freedom in America. Um, actually, I don't have a link. I can put up a link real quick. Hold on. The Assault... On freedom and a miracle. You know, this is what Ben Shapiro does. Like half the time in his show, he just sits there, types, and wait. Let me make sure I've got this right.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see him reading. You know, <laughs> I love the guy. I think he's great.
0: Oh yeah, he's awesome. Um, Smart
2: as all get out, too. For sure. For
0: sure. Yeah. yeah. Be there. Let's see. Okay. Boom. Let me get you there, buddy. All right, there you go, Matt. It's in the conversation box. You got the link. Of course, have to copy and paste it. It didn't show up as a link, so eh, your fault, though.
2: Thanks for doing that, Steve.
0: Oh, yeah, not a problem. Not a problem at all. Um, definitely, like I said, your website's up there. All right, we got uh, five seconds. <laughs> Commercial break's about to end. And we're back. You're listening to The Defenders of American Exceptionalism Tonight we have Mac Taylor with us. And we're going over his book a little bit here, piece by piece, uh, you know, breaking it down, making sure people understand where he's coming from, why he's doing it, um, and what he's written. Which, by the way, is an astounding book. Large print for those people with glasses like myself, which is amazing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Large. <laughs> it's is. the only way I could read it. Oh yeah, the only way I could read it's, my own book. It's the only, I only read
0: way I could read it, so it's okay. I'm, I'm very. Well, happy it made it look
2: it. thicker, and I thought that was more impressive. You know, like, yes. like a thicker, bigger book. it's a you know,
0: uh, you know a total of what, almost 300 <laughs> pages.
2: <laughs> yeah, doubled up to six. For, no, no, it's only <laughs> <laughs> no, just just uh, 300 or so. Yeah, and that's is. including it's heavily footnoted, by the way.
0: So. It is. It is. There's uh, what 15 pages in the back at least.
2: There are a good many, I can't remember, a hundred and some footnotes there, but... Uh, yeah,
0: so yeah, right. you got it pretty good there. Um, yeah. So, the principles of freedom. Yes. Um, utilizing the basic understandings of truth, real truth, um, and and morality, which there is a, a an exact portion of it. We know there is exacts. We know there is truth because there are things like laws of nature. Um, and since we have laws of nature, we know that there are some things that can't be changed. And so right. they're, they're, to us, we perceive them as exacts. So how do those moral laws or those laws of nature, how do they, other than actually being listed out in our Constitution and in the Bill of Rights, how do they affect us on a daily basis?
2: How do they affect us on a daily basis? Yeah. Um, well, I think that um, uh, respecting respecting the the laws of nature, the, the moral law, it, we uh, we know that we should be polite with one another and respect each other's opinions and viewpoints. And and uh, I'm not sure exactly what you mean by how does it affect us on a daily basis. Could you? Sorry, Give me that, a little more. That's one of those.
0: That's one of those curves. I just wanted to that, throw in there. That's okay. No, I don't. Anything. I don't mind. I don't well, mind. But so we have means- uh, we have the moral laws. We have the laws of nature and, and mm-hmm. nature's God, right? And that that understanding from Thomas Jefferson and how he how he wrote that out. And then you have you know the principles of freedom, which is where you go, the, a chapter that you go into. Right. Um, how they affect us on a daily life, as in you know, well, let me every day what we do, and mm-hmm. how how we. Communicate how we interact with each other, how we go through life, and politically, what we have going on in our systems today. How is it that we can utilize these things to make it to make more of an impact? Is what I really I got get you. To. I,
2: I got you. Yeah. Let, let's say. Let's say that there's a guy. Watching, or we're we're all three in a room, and there's a third person here. A gal doesn't really matter. Many people as you want, and that they don't speak English, or and 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 somebody reached over and and uh, cut the cords on my microphone. Some guy with a you know, or if I if I reached over and and just uh, you know knocked over someone's water or something. Well, the guy that didn't speak our language, not from our culture, just here visiting in the room with us, would think that that is rude. So how does he know that without being in the same culture that we're in? Mm-hmm. He knows it innately as a human being because it's in part of the natural law. It's just like the science principles, like the principle of two plus two is four. Well, that principle works here, Europe, on the moon. We assume on the moon, I haven't been there tested, but I imagine it would work on the moon. And so, so, so these, these print, these scientific principles exist in nature just like, just like, principles of behavior or moral moral behavior exist and and all cultures know this. The left right now is trying to tell us that all behavior is culturally uh determined. You know? Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. And uh, that's a that's a very very dangerous road to go down. I think um, uh, the Nazis tried that and uh, didn't didn't work out very well in the camps, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, they, in that small culture, they thought it was okay to do what they were doing, but we know that that was wrong. So this idea that the left has it, what they what they want to do is they want to rid us of the natural law so that they can then make up the rules of behavior, and they call those rules of behavior political correctness and social justice, multiculturalism, diversity, all these little terms that we're hearing. Right now, and so they want to put them themselves and themselves in control of of what is right and wrong, and uh, and we we have an ideological clash going on in our country right now between cultural Marxism and the founding principles which are grounded in nature and nature's law, just like the scientific principles, but. Um, but they're, 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 they're principles of, of ethical and and moral behavior and they all come from nature, just like the science. So this clash is what's happening in, 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 in our country right now. And the left wants to subvert, um, our founding uh, on, on natural law and replace it with political correctness. But if you think about it, political correctness seeks to funnel everybody into the same mode of thinking, of being, and a way of talking, and mm-hmm, and uh, dancing, everybody dancing to the same politically correct tune. So that's actually bondage. That's making people all behave the same. The people that preach tolerance are trying to get everybody to speak the same way. But the principles of freedom offer maximum diversity and maximum liberty, you mm-hmm. see? And so, uh, you know, there were atheists that fought with founders for this country. You know, everybody was a uh, born-again Christian. No, not everybody. <laughs> and so, no, but, they even weren't. They,
0: but even those atheists understood at that time that without a foundation in Judeo, uh, Judeo-Christian ethics and understanding, that uh, without that sort of base morality and understanding of nature's law, um, all would be lost.
2: Na- that's why nature and nature's God. The founders didn't define God. You know, they didn't say, well, it's 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 Jesus. You know, they, 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 they left that, to 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 each person and to to define it. But it's nature and nature's God and they just you know, that that's where they left it. But you did Mm -hmm. you're right, you they you did have to believe that what you could not believe in early America is that rights come from man. That's the whole point. Rights don't come from man; they right. come from nature. But but what the left is trying to do now is get that back in their control. They want to say no rights come from man, and that's what the, that's what people are seeing in the country. This clash that's going on, this ideological clash. Antonio Gramsci was the founder of Italian um, communism, and and he was he was part of the Frankfurt School. Part of cultural Marxism. Mm-hmm. And if people out there listening to things that like cultural Marxism and postmodernism, don't get confused on these new terms that come up every now and then. Think of Marxism as a cake. Well, what the Marxists do is, what, well, they put butterscotch icing on. Well, that didn't work. Let's get rid of that and try some chocolate icing. Well, that's not working too good. Let's put – so they just keep recoding Marxism. We're so liberal. These,
0: we're progressive. We're, that's, we're that's multicultural. That's so, are
2: Right, yeah, because a lot of people aren't don't want to get they don't want to study these terms. They don't want to, so when you're hearing all these terms, don't get confused by it. It's just Marxism being repackaged in, in a way that's trying to get you to eat it, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and there's a thing called the Long March through Western civilization, and what that meant was they would infiltrate our cultures, our church – Antonio Gramsci said this in 1915. He said, "We will, we will destroy the West." And socialism will be precisely the religion that we will use to overwhelm Christianity. He called socialism a religion. He said we'll use it to overwhelm Christianity, and he said we're going to do this by infiltrating their schools, their universities, their churches, their churches, and um, CNN. Well, well, uh, he said uh, the media. So um, not specifically that particular channel, but but just the, the media. And so, mm-hmm. and, in other words, they would infiltrate the culture, and they called this the long march through Western civilization, long march because it wasn't an, an uprising that we're going to have this one big battle, and it was going to take a long time to infiltrate these various institutions of our culture. So that's what we call the culture war, and that started in the 60s. I remember hearing that term as a child and, uh, and, and watching. Um, and so, so that, that's what the culture war is. It's an infiltration of Marxist ideology into all of these institutions in our culture. And we're in a very, very dangerous state. And I'm afraid that, uh, not enough americans are aware of this another reason this is why i wrote the book and my daughter's 23 she's a millennial and i and i i wrote it i thought well if i were to die and, and i'm not here tomorrow i would at least know that i've put this thing down if people want to throw it in the trash go ahead and throw it in the trash but i think this since i've written this book it's become it's become more timely Every day this year, since it's been on the market, and I'm going to predict this. I'll say it right here on the show that, that it will, be, it will. This book will continue to become more timely as as time goes on. I think you you will see things. Uh, I feel that confident about it. So I think, uh, I think
0: you might be correct. Actually, you you said something just a minute ago, and it, it really hit a key. It got my head uh, cranking a little bit. You said that socialism is the religion you you it was a quote socialism is the religion that we will use to replace christianity yes we're gonna hold on to that and you know what we have other stories but i want to keep going with this line awesome so we'll hit the break and after that that's when we'll tap on that line right there all right hold on one second we'll be right back
2: All right. Whew. So, remember that, folks. I will I like remember. that cuz I I think I'm I don't know where you're going. We'll just hold it there. Keep it <laughs> keep it spontaneous and Shh. and uh, you know.
0: Let's not go too far deep into that yet. Uh, ah, we don't we, well, pretty much everybody that's going to listen to it is going to listen to it on podcast later again, but that's okay.
1: That's okay too. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: but yeah, I mean, I do have other stories, guys. Obviously, you saw the info infographic on the top, but I want to keep up with this because uh, this is just starting to get really interesting. Um, Erica, it. oh goody, this is awesome. That's nice. I like, I like that's that, nice.
2: that's that's Erica's comment.
0: That's that's that's, that's Erica. Oh goody, that's awesome. that's awesome.
2: Thanks, Erica. Math on the moon.
0: Uh, it's hard enough uh, to do math <laughs> on Earth. I got gotcha. you.
2: I'm the same way. Yeah. Who said that?
0: Who's uh, uh... Paul uh, over on the Mojo chat? Um, let me see with here. You, Paul. And he also said, damn, now I want cake and a conservative cake. I'll be all over that. <laughs> it's very good, Paul. Very good. Liking awesome. that. Yes, sir. <sighs> well, it looks like you'll be getting a couple of hits on that book anyway. <laughs> good deal. <laughs> uh, no, but um, yeah, that's, 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 uh, I like that. I, that's, that's going to be a good, a, a good point of reference there. Um to replace replace Christianity with with socialism, it makes a lot of sense actually when you put it out that way uh, because mm. nobody nobody knows how to explain socialism.
2: Oh I see a chapter you didn't finish reading <laughs> I told you I only skimmed it I had sh- it's okay there's a, there's well, let me just wait yes we'll wait
0: see
2: <laughs> okay, here all right okay,
0: I'm enjoying it. this is good. I'm glad that you are. I'm glad that you awesome. are. Let me see.
2: No, I meant the coffee.
0: Oh, oh good. Good. No, I was just... Yes. <laughs> nice. Very nice. The bell.
2: So what's the – you got to explain the bell to me. I'm, okay. So
0: technically know. the bell is for double entendres or good throwaway jokes. One okay. One of which you just made. Very nice. Oh,
2: awesome. Okay. Very I got nice a bell. So. So. You got a bell. So is the is the goal to get how many count how many bells you can get during an interview, <laughs> and then you win, or something? Or are you like you have done well? That, or we might need to start know.
0: that. That might be a good idea. Count the bells and see
2: how it happens. Who so gets the most bells, and then you could give out awards. You know,
0: <laughs> like a shirt. I don't know <laughs> a T
2: shirt. Yeah, that's what I was hey. thinking. Even a book.
0: Uh huh. There you go. Oh, let's see. I think we're gonna be hitting. Yeah, we'll be hitting the time spot in here in just a second. So
1: okay, radio silence. And
0: we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live, sitting here on Mojo 5.0 Radio, as well as pretty much anywhere that you can find social media, including the MeWe's. Yes, I said MeWe. hmm. That's right. Yeah. All right. Mac Taylor's with me. Mac, we were about to get into something really interesting, and then the commercial break happened and kind of killed the entire stream of things. So let's get back into that. You were using a quote. And uh, with that quote, you said specifically, socialism is the religion that we will replace Christianity with. That is something that that actually hits quite home. It, It makes almost perfect sense when you think about how everybody thinks about socialism and understands socialism. Because nobody can really explain it very well. They're like, oh, well, you know, it's this thing. It's ethereal, Go, go a little deeper into that.
2: It's one of my favorite chapters in the book. <laughs> it's called Socialism, Thanksgiving. No, I don't even know the name of the chapter. What is it? Hang on.
0: Capitalism and Thanksgiving. Socialism, yes. capitalism, and, capitalism Thanksgiving.
2: and Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanks, Stephen. You're so, uh, and and I do get into that. But the, the quote... If anybody's just now joining, let me just go back. This was uh, Antonio Gramsci. He was the founder of Italian communism. In night, he hated the West. He was an atheist. Mm-hmm. He hated Christianity, and he just hated the Judeo uh, uh, Christian founding of the West. And it's hard. For, it, it's hard for me even now to get my mind wrapped around. I don't hate anybody so bad. I don't hate. I don't want to hate anybody, even even America's enemies. I mean. We have to deal with them, excuse me, but I don't, you can't have hate and love in your heart in my view. So you got to kind of pick one. So I, I, I'd rather pick love and it doesn't mean you can't deal justly with people that you deal with. Need to deal justly and firmly with, but anyway, he he hated the West so bad that they that he was part of the cultural Marxist Frankfurt School, uh, and he they want to destroy the West and overturn it and turn it into a socialist state. That's that's Europe and America. America's basically the titular head of the West, and so mm-hmm. he said in 1915 that socialism is precisely the religion that we will use. To, this is a quote that we will use to overwhelm. Christianity and he went on to say in that same quote that we will we will do this by infiltrating with Marxist principles their schools their universities their churches and their media and mm-hmm. so they they began this this has been happening in America for over 100 years um, if you if you go look at uh, graduated uh, income tax for example which we got in 1913 oh. a lot of Americans don't a lot of Americans don't know there was no income tax between from the founding of this country until the progressive democrats in 1913 mm-hmm. put it in put it in so the founders didn't put it imagine we're not supposed to be even taxed on our wages think about that so and so many freedoms that we don't have now we're in way bigger bondage than people realize but but anyway so so he said socialism is precisely the religion and he called it a religion which is your point so so and I think it's really interesting today because when I was talking earlier about this ideological clash. Mm-hmm. Well, think about this. Think about the Christian the Christian notion that says don't covet your neighbor's belongings, wife, husband, whatever, versus versus they've got more, they're the one percent, they're the ten percent, we should be able to take it from them and make everyone equal. So you've got two completely different value systems. Mm-hmm. And in order to in order to get A person to not um, to if someone sees it wrong to take from your neighbor just because he's got more doesn't mean you have a right to take it. If that person sees it wrong, you're never going to get that person to adopt are, are melded into the socialist mindset. So the first thing you've got to do is erode Christianity. And that's what's been happening in our country for over 100 years. It's been laughed at, ridiculed. This is why I wrote the last chapter in the book, any atheists out there, Hey, listen up. Cause I wrote this thing partly for you. It's called faith is the logical choice. It's not a religious, um, uh, tome. It's, it's, it's a rational, uh, refutation of evolution. So, I challenge you to read it and get back with me because I want to. I want I want to hear how you how you can knock that chapter down. But 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 that needed to be done because the church has always been been ridiculed and 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 people of faith have been considered to be emotionally bent, not thinking like science. You know, science is for thinkers and and Christian or or or, or the faith or the church is for. People, people that need an emotional crutch, and I think Tev Turner even said said as much. So, so yeah. you've got these you've got these conflicting ideologies going on, and so Gramsci spoke about destroying Christianity first in order to get people to accept socialism. And you can see this is precisely what's going. People actually think it, that's sharing. That socialism is sharing. Yeah. Well, it's not sharing. If I take a gun and hold it to your head, and that gun is the law, and I can take your money from your pocket and give it to Pete over here on the corner, that's not. Sharing. sharing is when I do it from my heart, not when the government takes from me and gives it to the other guy. That's not sharing. That, right. so, it's, it's not so, sharing
0: like that. It's also not sharing when, uh, when you have to – it's not charity to, to, tell, to tell everybody that we're going to vote for more Medicaid and Medicare, and that's how we're going to
2: take care of the widows and the orphans and things like that's that. That's right. That's, that's not right. charity. Absolutely. Because it's so, forced. <laughs> right. What I always told my daughter is, this. I said, if the government takes it from mm-hmm. one, and I'd let her finish the sent, uh, you know, gives it to one, uh, then I'd let her finish the sentence. Then he took it from the other. So, so the government taking from one person and giving to another is not charity; it's theft. And I cover the issues. What happens is, is, and this is in that chapter um, that I can't remember the the, the title of, um, socialism, capitalism, and Thanksgiving. It's you three words. It. I think that's. It. Did you I get it right? It. Okay, that's it. good. It's that. That's. <laughs> so it's in that chapter and i discuss how how socialism runs contrary to human nature and i go back and i talk about the pilgrims experience many people don't know, don't know that i wasn't taught this in school i learned it later that the pilgrims tried socialism oh yeah um, one of some uh, of the, some it, of the it, first it, colonies it, yeah it almost killed them it created it brought about a period <clears throat> called the starving time you know they ate rats yeah. i mean it got really really bad and this is in that chapter. So socialism runs contrary to human nature and it binds men together in a way that's unnatural. When you, when you bind, when you pull men's money together, forcibly by the force of law you're not just pooling their money together you're you're pooling some people work harder than others some people are are more industrious than others so you're 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 pooling men together in a very unnatural way that is that is it is born and bred to cause dissent among that group and the more dissent there is guess what the more government you need so the the the, the purveyors of this of this philosophy of this of this very dark philosophy know exactly what they're doing but unfortunately there are a lot of followers out there people that mean well they, they think people literally think that socialism is sharing and they mean well and they're mm-hmm. not our enemy those people can be reached i wrote this book for them too two words are not in this book democrat and republican i want to get that i want so that is so true. Those were,
0: that is true it's uh, especially in your explanation terms you have liberal you've got conservative <laughs> i didn't see anywhere where it was a democrat and republican
2: Right. It's not a blue team, red team type But because freedom belongs to everyone. You, it's not that freedom belongs to a certain group of Americans and not to others. It belongs to everyone, and, and no matter what your beliefs are, you have a right as an American to, to believe whatever you want and live your lifestyle as you want. Um, so uh, you just don't have a right to take the reins of government and force it on everyone else, and and uh, that's that's what we need to convince the left of. But um,
0: Well, yeah, but at the same point in time, that's something so ingrained in them that – when they see that, and when they hear that, when when a group of people mm-hmm. that have believed something like socialism for so long, they defend it without thinking. It's, it's that's right. It's the same thing. Like when they, when they talk about Christianity, they say that oh, you guys are just you know you're just believing without without truth. You're believing just just that's by right. faith. That's right. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, there are some things by faith that we have to believe. Well, let me ask you. There the- are proof. Uh, there's proof in society there's proof in the laws of nature what what they're what they're really trying to prove is something that's been disproven hundreds of times
2: well, if, if, if I got that question for somebody, I would ask them, like say a scientist asked me, maybe Richard Dawkins, and I would say, well, Richard, where, where did, where are the principles of science? You know, have you found God's little box where he keeps all these principles? Can you show me that box? Mm-hmm. And he can't show me science. I said, so why do you believe in science when it's something that you can't see? You can't see the principles of physics, of biology, of, you know, you can see the results of those principles. So I, I make the same argument with faith. And it's in that last chapter again, you know, and uh, uh, people that have read it have really, really liked the way I've presented this argument. So you really he 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 believes in science or or or. And they have faith in science that, that – uh, or they wouldn't get, get on the airplane. They have faith that, that the gravitational pull of the Earth is going to work the same today as it does tomorrow, and mm-hmm. that the principles of aircraft flight are going to work tomorrow the same as they do today, or you wouldn't get on the plane. So you can't see the – you can't see science either. So you yeah. can't use science to prove science. So mm-hmm. it's it's really the same argument. But I think the, the faith – well, nobody I, – I, I just haven't seen a – an argument I always wanted to make the argument because I felt like there was a void there I felt like that 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 people that are believers uh, um, should uh, have this idea that they're that, um, that that it's rational it's not irrational and uh, I know we weren't going there but we no, 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 so fine. much on the on the faith part but but it says but this is what's happening we have we're, we're having this clash between that and 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 socialism, this ideological clash, and and so th- this discussion needs to, this very discussion that we're having right now, in my opinion, needs to take place on a national level because this is the core issue. You know, people are thinking, well, if we can just get more Republicans in, and the Democrats are thinking, well, we just going to get more of these guys. But we have a foundational crisis going on. David Horowitz <clears throat> has said that that this is the greatest constitutional crisis since the Civil War, and he said this recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. within the last yes, few months. Is. Yeah, and so, so we we have, we're at a dangerous state, and so this conversation needs to take place, and that's that's a big reason why I wrote, um, the the socialism, capitalism, and Thanksgiving chapter, and that that last uh, that last chapter in the book. Uh, right. Because we anyway.
0: need to. Well, that's 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 kind of the proof positive on, on many things. Just because you don't have physical proof of something, right? That you believe in, um doesn't always mean that it's not true but at the same point in time if you have physical proof that something doesn't work and you deny looking at it so far as socialism communism marxism all the like where every time that it fails everybody's like oh they just didn't do it right we'll get it right next time that's right that is that is a leap of faith too far and yet they're more willing to jump that leap than a logical conclusion that we are intelligent beings and the only way that we could have come to existence from the very beginning using their own examples of evolution the only way we could have existed is if somebody
2: started us right and and it's just corrupt at its core for one person to think that oh we can get it right with socialism I mean, you just don't I don't have a right to try to be your king and you don't have a right to try to be my king so it's just corrupt at it's foundation you know mm-hmm. you, you just don't have a right to lift other people's lives for them you just don't and so in America you know that's what, what the brilliance of America was the, the the sovereign rights of the individual
0: always that's that's kind of always where it hits yes and with that <laughs> we'll be right back All right, commercial breaks, yay! Okay, it's the last one.
2: So, oh, good. Segment. So, how you, you like that segment? Or it...
0: No, that was great. That was great. Oh, by the way, um, uh, we we had a bell in there, but you were going to roll, so I didn't want to interrupt you with a bell, just because that would be really distracting. Oh, um, when you said uh, uh, <laughs> men's bonds, uh, uh, pushing men to bond together unnaturally, it's, uh,
2: you kind of get the oh. point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gosh but you know what i'm thinking that at all You I know, know what I was, that's the what point I was,
0: that's that's where yeah that was a
2: good bell ringer that was a good one you should yep, have yep. run the bell that, that was, was uh, that was paul
0: pointed that out so good job paul
2: yeah, that, that, awesome. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that at all. And I wasn't trying to insult anybody out there. Whatever you choose to however you choose to live your life, you have a right to do so. So uh, even know. if I even if I have a different view. So I wasn't but yeah, just, just putting 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 a slothful guy together with an industrial guy and pulling their money. Well, who's gonna win that battle? The sloth the guy. Nobody goes into socialism thinking they're gonna come out with well, everybody that goes into socialism goes into it thinking they're gonna come out with more, more than they put in. Right. It's the whole point of it. right, yeah, you, you know,
0: know? You know people, so like, a- uh, people like Hitler. He was uh, he was an environmentalist. He was yes. uh, very animal friendly. Um, <laughs> he was a <laughs> vegetarian.
2: <laughs> all of the all nice of those little, things, all the checklist things, right?
0: He had a lot of checklist things. He was, yeah. uh, you know, he was nationalist, which now is seen as as bad. But he was a nationalist socialist.
2: Right. And there was a party line. You had to speak. He had a political correct, you know, Mm -hmm. terminology. Exactly.
0: Exactly. He had a very uh, PC culture and, uh, you know, you couldn't speak about certain things. And the people that did, they
2: were, you know, killed. Right. Um, Yeah. Killed. Well, that's you know that's the sad thing about the left. and you know and I'm hoping with the book that, that a lot of people can because I've got a lot of friends that like I said, I've got a lot of friends that are on the left and, and 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 people are well-meaning. you know they're not all dark and evil and trying to you know they're just not thinking through this, you know and I think if they would take some time and think through it, they they would find they're not they're not on the on the left really, right you know um, right. well, kind of hate the left and right. It's really a circle, you know it's not linear and it it the best diagram that i ever seen is is a, it's a circle you know and uh mm-hmm. there there are um but anyway it's it's um um most of them just want to live their lives and be left alone just as you and i do you know
0: yeah definitely um, definitely I,
2: but they're afraid if they vote for the you know one side they're going to be told what to do but they're doing the opposite they're voting for the very people that will end up telling them what to do we've seen this repeat in history over and over and over again you know You're gonna
0: <laughs> and welcome back this is the defenders of American exceptionalism <sighs> it's the last segment I had a lot of news to go through today but <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna get to any of it it's this is a this has been a good interview I like it it's it's gone longer than I thought and uh, It's been good for everybody. A lot of education, a lot of process through. I want to talk a little bit about the minimum wage. Okay. Tell me about how you describe the minimum wage in your book.
2: Uh, It's the shortest chapter in the book, if I recall correctly. It's seven pages. Yeah. And it's really discussion of of what uh, this government, the, the game that the government plays and then demagogues in government play with this minimum wage, um, it's really price fixing. And when you, when you price fix in, into a market, you, you're, you're, you're adding artificial numbers into an otherwise organic market. And so you, you throw it, you're throwing wrenches into the system and, and uh, all, all numbers are, um, in a, in a market have a, um, a price discovery mechanisms, um, that, uh, like if I can't, I think I used an example in the book about a number two pencil. If mm-hmm. if I couldn't get you to buy this for 50 bucks if it were a number two pencil, then maybe I could get you to pay 10 cents. And so we together, we would discover the price of that pencil. It's, it's what the market will pay for a product, what the market won't pay for a product. Yeah. But when you, when you interject, um, uh, rent control, for example, when you interject um, games like uh, – um, they're, they're just manipulation games. Again, getting people to emote to conclusions like mm-hmm. feeling versus thinking that first chapter. All these chapters seem to be diverse, but they really tie together. Um, but uh, it, it, with when, when the government comes in and wants to fix it at $15 or $20 or – I mean, heck, why not just give everybody a million bucks and just be done with it? Just give everybody in the country a million bucks and let's just say, all right be responsible from here on out, you know, I mean, you know, where's the limit? Where's the limit? Just just go ahead and give it, you know, print the money and give it to. So the, when you start injecting artificial numbers into a, into, a, into an organic market, because economics is really organic, it's a kind of alive in a way, yeah. um, and it's a stimulus and response thing, then, then you start to cripple the system. You start to hinder the system. Yeah. And if you notice, the government never says, the government could simply say, you know what, we just want tax We'll take, we won't we won't take income tax from minimum wage earners why do they never do that they always throw it they're always asking the business owner always making him look because they're because they're socialist and that's how they think and they they always want to push it on the back of the market right. so anyway there's some of my initial thoughts to your no no that that is, definitely is
0: makes that, sense and it actually ties into one of your other chapters which you know the hidden branches of the government how mm-hmm. you know bureaucracy really grinds and puts all that red tape and makes things so much more expensive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would somebody, why would we create a system that literally multiplies itself into a point um, to where it has, tendri- uh, you know, tendrils in every part of our society. Right. To where no matter what you do, you have to deal with government to go through it. Why would, we, why would we ever do that to ourselves? And I, like you said, it goes from the push in the ni- uh, early 1900s, you know, back into the progressive era where we decided that – or where the people that were running the country back then decided that it was going to be more of an administration and less of a service.
2: Right. Well, if the way – let's just say that, that I hated capitalism and we're, we're planning the scheme with Antonio Gramsci. Of course, he's mm-hmm. dead. Thankfully, but but I wanted to take over a a, a, com, a a capitalist country and I had the power to regulate. Well, I'll just regulate and re- I would just choke it down to, to the point where people begin to complain about the system and go, capitalism doesn't work, it sucks. I mean, I can't my doctor won't, you know, will do what I want him to do, and I and I'll just regulate a little more and then I'll regulate a little more and then finally they would just be screaming government, please come in and do something, help us out. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? Socialism, we'll just make it fair, we'll give everybody. So this is being done on purpose. I mean, you just regulate it down to the point that people scream and 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 again, not thinking and not looking at what's really going on. It's that hidden hand of government that's that's uh, you know. I called in yesterday, a uh, uh, doc and 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 his uh, and everyone had a great show. And oh yeah, let, yeah, let, yeah the twelve let, hours. Yeah, yeah, the twelve hour marathon. It was absolutely. Beautiful, awesome thing to do. What a kind gesture to do for people. And people were calling in from all over the country, just excited about their product. And you know, one guy with a cooler, and there were guys with guns. People were making hot sauce, and 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 and. I mean, this is just. All kinds of all kinds of products and and then and then you 've got the government just just wrenching them down with regulation and and, and that wasn 't the topic that was my my topic, but otherwise it was a lively upbeat debate except for right, my call. Right. but <laughs> but 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 people need to realize this is what 's happening behind the scenes, and so you 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 choke you choke it down until to the point that people begin to scream and complain like like they blame their doctor you know they don 't uh, um, choke it down yeah they, they don 't um, um well, I guess you're not supposed to repeat. I made a faux pas. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Take the bell back. Okay. Get, we have, this un, have to unring the bell. All right. So, all right, so but, but people blame their doctors. They're, blame, they're mad at the insurance company. And then you end up with crony capitalism because in order to survive, you end up with, with crony capitalists end up you know, uh, uh, maybe paying regulators off. And so, Mm uh, so you end up with this mess and, and so, but this has been done and this has been done to America and to our country over the past 100 years. And I make the case in the book and people read it in that, that chapter again that I can't remember the name of, but, um,
0: That's a socialism, <laughs> capitalism, and Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving yeah, just one? kidding.
2: <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, so I, so that's what. And John Locke spoke of this in the 1600s. And, mm-hmm. and um, let me just read something because you brought this up. This is on page 109 in the book. <laughs> it says uh, the legisl- This is John Locke, um, um, Two Treaties of Government. Yes. Um, Chapter 11, section 141, if anybody's interested. So the legislative cannot transfer the power of making laws to any other hands for it being but a delegated power from the people. They who have it cannot pass it over to others. So this this thing that they've done –
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Stop right there.
2: But the executive has a phone and a pen. Well, that's right. So, I guess <laughs> with a phone and a pen, you could do anything you want, right? Right. My, uh, You know, I, I
0: was told flat out for, you know, six of the years, he has a phone and a pen. And, you know, whatever happens, he's going to make it happen.
2: Right. No, I, and I think I saw a picture of that same executive uh, uh, lip kissing uh, the guy from Venezuela. I just, I, I don't know if this was, uh, uh, did you see that picture floating in, around the oh, internet? Oh,
0: Yes. Yes, was that?
2: A, was that that I get? when well, I'm victims I think of fake news.
0: I think it was cheek.
2: Mm, it didn't. It looked cheeky, all right. But uh, <laughs> it, it was,
0: <laughs> I believe it was a. It, so, it was a very good Photoshop. That's what that was.
2: But was it a Photoshop? So that you was saw a very this good thing. Photoshop. Yes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but anyway, so the Congress doesn't have a right to pass this off to unelected bureaucrats, and they've done this for for years. You know, uh, all these little alphabet soup. Um, um, organizations that we have in uh, like the EPA. countries <laughs> EPA, yeah, the country's overrun with them. So, so, so we're we're so far off the Constitution, and uh, if if Congress had to do that, they would say well, we don't have time. to, That's the whole point, so that they can't act. Our government was designed to move very, very slowly on purpose, right. so that the government wouldn't be able to overrun the people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, but 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 what we were talking about the socialism and capitalism thing, and then what. what 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 regulation does is regulation is the tool that progressives use to transfer the power from the individual from the individual and the business owner to the government. So regulation transfers power from our individual lives to the government. So so over the last hundred years, there's been a massive transfer of individual sovereignty to the government, and we've lost lots of freedom. And yes. and and uh, you know I have uh, just. Um, I just had to write about it I, I just felt so strongly about these things I just wanted to to try to speak to this in a positive way you know oh, yes, so uh, but uh, but anyway uh, uh, and so I think that's what's happening and and I don't know what we do about Congress uh, and all these little bureaucracies how we you know uh, it, it'll take a while to get 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 the proper pushback on that. but well, um,
0: the, the funny thing is, most of those little bureaucracies are controlled by the executive branch. They could easily just be wiped out within a day. The president could sign a bill.
2: That is true. That he is he true. could
0: sign an executive order, one of those things that nobody wants him to sign, But uh, and specifically saying, I'm going to take away my the powers that have been delegated to the executive branch by destroying all of these administrations um, that's right don't mean anything especially the ones that are redundant and cost us so much right. more money
2: absolutely um, so
0: he has but, that power
2: right right well because they were created largely by by executive order as well right oh, yeah. so they can so they can be eliminated the same by the same method they were never but right.
0: they were never voted in there they aren't laws these pieces were just created oh i'm just gonna make a wing over here and this guy's gonna be that i mean come on can we just have a grover cleveland uh once in a generation one more yeah once in a generation and cut us by (laughs) half and then the next year cut us by half again and then the next year cut us by half again it would be amazing but that music sound says that the show is over we have another hour right no sadly not I wish this I is, did I want another oh, hour you <laughs> want to go another hour We you can go another hour we can do this alright let's get it done no uh, Mac Taylor uh, tell tell everybody where they can find you
2: uh, mactaylor.org is my website on Facebook it's Mac Taylor Author M-A-C-T-A-Y-L-O-R and uh, the book is available on uh, Amazon.com it's uh, it's available at all major uh, booksellers but Amazon.com is the best place to get it they'll get it to you in two days with Prime there
0: you go there you go this has been the, the DOE show Defenders of Receptionism. Thank you guys. Bye bye.
1: Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack she had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart.